was 100% talking through that whole thing. It totally went perfectly. Not the first try. I mean, no. The first try was a total fail. Because we didn't record. I, I forgot. I hit the space bar and not the R button. And it's then button. 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 Baton. How old are you? Button. Have a stuffy nose. I'm lying. I'm just making up for the fact that I said button. It's actually kind of embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a button, and then... um, You got any ice cream? Uh. This is Petey. Who? Petey. Who? We have to do this twice in a row? Petey. What, am I suddenly Aaron to you? No, what? Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 Get whoa, out of here whoa. with that who business. I, what I was saying was maybe... I was a hamster that was eaten by an owl, so now I'm just an owl. Well, that would make you feces, not an owl. No, no, the my spirit has become the owl. Pellet. Like, no, owl pellet. Not how that works. Why? Pellets don't really have souls, you know. But you know what an owl pellet is, right? It's what it poops out. No, it pukes out. Oh, pukes out. Sorry. No, but I'm the owl now because it puked out my rat body, oh, my good. hamster body. So now good. I'm an owl. So, so I only know how to say who. Are you saying the energy is transferred from the rat to the owl when it's I eaten? can't make this shit up. Like, it's the consciousness is exchanged the, every time it eats yeah. a new animal. Every time you eat it. So that's why you always want to eat something better. Like, every I bet, time. I bet they go for rats because they have a lot of rickets. They, I mean, they're easy to digest that way. Less, you know, like, solidity in their bones. That's why it's better to eat bacon versus spinach because... Let's see. Okay, you're saying button is a problem, and you said spinach. Yeah. Spinach. That's what I said. You know, you use the G sound, spinach. Spinach. Like, whoa, dude, that carousel's got mad spinach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, but it's the same thing. It's okay. It's not. It's okay. It's definitely Moving not. Moving forward here. Um, forward? We haven't even started. <laughs> well, let me get. Let me finish my spiel finish. about bacon and spinach. Run, run it. See? Spinach. Spinach. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Every time I say spinach, I'm going to think See? about the- there it is again. G. Hold on. Oh I'm explaining how I'm going to fix this. All right. I'm going to think about making the noise that's playing in the beginning of the Linkin Park song, The End. Dun, dun, dun. Wait. <laughs> Sorry, I think I have dementia. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. That was absolutely perfect. Thank what? you for that. What the fuck? But eat bacon over spinach because you'd rather be a pig than a piece of green leaf. Getting eaten by a little tr- foot. Uh, this is eight millimeter dissection. I'm, I'm <laughs> we Josh. Are here to break down the hamster, the conjuring. Fuck. <laughs> Hamsters are quite the conjurers. So Josh is actually, actually an, an expert owl. on this before they even made it. I'm an owl, so I can see yeah, better. But your consciousness yep. is still just a hamster at the end. In of the an day. owl's body. Yeah. I don't know how to fly. You're you're part of the trans community now. I mean, you have world perspective that most of us can't even imagine. I know what it's like to be furry. And have Cause, feathers. Because what if it's like a lady owl's body? And and now you're a lady owls owl. Owls don't have genders, I don't think. You're right. They have cloaca. They, they do. They still have males and females. No. there got to be some sort of How, transfer, right? No, owls are just like... Owls are just like all-knowing and, and like eternal. Like They're just oh like... Oh, my God. That's not how that works. 
Have you ever seen an owl? I heard they're actually bastards. They're really mean and stupid. I mean, I've seen them on TV. I don't know that I've ever seen one. Oh, I've, seen, I've definitely seen one in person. Ooh, what am I saying? That's a pigeon. Anyway, Conjuring. The Conjuring. <laughs> so, it's been a while, folks. It's good to be back. But, uh, you know, things might be a little out of sync. Yeah. Compared to how the last, maybe, episode or two would have been. Uh, but let's start off with characters. Let's talk about the characters. Let's talk characters. So first off, we're going to meet Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yes. Who are these people? They are paranormal investigators and demonologists. Hardly relevant. <laughs> they're actually pretty oh, relevant sorry, to this movie. Oh, sorry, that's the key to the movie. They are, they're real demonologists at, from, like, was it the 70s? Uh, yeah, the 70s is when they were really prolific as far yeah. as their, their ghost hunting careers and, go. And, uh... They're pretty pretty famous for it, I guess. Yeah, the names have never died. That's yeah. for sure. And uh, they had like a big collection, and this was the one. Ca- the Conjuring is based off of their case that they didn't release anything of because it was supposed to be just their worst case they've ever been on, like the most intense thing they've ever had. So they kind of just had the evidence and everything locked up, and then they decided they needed money, so they sold the rights and have made a movie and then another movie and then another movie and one more movie coming. Probably. There's, yeah. there's four movies. Gonna Already. Be. There's Already. Conjuring. There's a, uh, the Annabelle. Well, I guess I wasn't thinking about that part. Anna- of it. Yeah. Annabelle's the and famous Annabelle doll. Even though the doll's not quite right. It's supposed to be a uh, raggedy Andy doll. Yeah. A raggedy they, had sca- they had to scare it up a bit. Yeah. Um, I think they even say that um, Ed is the only un- non-ordained demonologist. I believe so. Certified- yeah. Certified. Excuse me, certified demonologist. Yep. I don't even know how you go about getting certified for that. Yeah, I'm thinking that's a Vatican thing. The why what what about like a medicine witch? Well, I don't know. They should be well, maybe. Where do you find them? I mean, they could be like your mentor or something, but I don't think they can give you the uh the demonology certificate. You know, it's like a club. They give you a jacket and everything. There's a secret handshake. They wear the same cologne, all of them, specific kind, made just for them. What are those boxes from? Heavy and ambergris. Uh, those are adult diaper boxes, as it turns out. Okay, I was just wondering because... Yeah, yeah that's definitely what that is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're they're famous ghost hunters. You've got the Ghost Adventures team, you've got the Ghost Hunter team, you know, all that kind of shit nowadays that does their TV thing. These guys were doing it back in the 70s when... TV was just kind of becoming a thing, you know, get it, getting on the popular end of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were even talking their shit way back then on the TV. They were on all sorts of interview shows and all that kind of stuff. They just weren't taken as seriously, of course, yep. a- as they are these days. And even still, there's, you know, a lot of skepticism. People would say, fuck you. I don't believe in this shit. Whoa. You know? Yes. But I'm. I think it's more commonly believed now than it was back then, whether or not it's valid or, or not. In a different way, because it used to be all about the fear thing, and that's why like the church and stuff got, had a lot of power, is because mm-hmm. they're like, we can protect you because we're, you know, your Lord and Savior's people. So that helped them a lot. But then as people started growing up, they're like, okay, well, maybe we don't have to do an exorcism every time somebody just pukes or something. <laughs> like, it's uncontrollably sick. 
I saw you eat an extra potato last night. You suffer from greed. Exorcist! (laughs) (laughs) You suffer from greed. It's a sin, yo, and they don't want that. They think you got demons in you. Who's Roger? The dude from Office Space. Got him. It's true, though. It's also Harambe's left testicle. It's also the father in this family of victims. I think family so. Of five, family of seven? Four, four. No, I think it's six. So fucking ridiculous. It's there's, a big there's, family. There's for a sure. lot, of, lot of kids. They were busy. So he's the daddy of this family that we're going to be meeting in this haunting. Uh, Carolyn being the mother. Mm-hmm. Then they've got a bunch of kids. Andrea, the eldest. She's uh, like a teenager, probably about 14, 15 or yep. so. She doesn't really, she's not really relevant in this whole movie. Yeah, she's. Well, there's certain parts, but... No, but, but primarily, yeah, you're right. I mean, she's not really that big of a character overall. Nope. Which is unusual. Yeah, Usually one of the eldest is pretty important. It's true. Um, Nancy, she's the, the next step down. Yep. In age, that is. Not... Is she the one with the curly hair? Or is she... Nancy. Nancy. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Christine. Christine. And. Nope, Sadie's the dog. Cindy. Cindy. Oh. It's Cindy. And Sadie is their dog. And April is the infant. Is she really an infant? In, I, m- maybe early toddler. I was going to say, she's like. Three years old at least. Is she? Because she's she was a little younger. She's than the that. one who finds the music box. Remember, April is. I thought, I thought that was she... C- that's Cindy. April is like the, the little baby, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, uh, yep. let's just get going. Yep, here we go. Uh, so we start with <coughs> coughs. Uh, no, uh, we start with a woman and a group of people being interviewed by the Warrens about a possessed doll named Annabelle. Annabelle. Angry little bitch. Yep. Uh, so they're kind of like telling them about what their situation is, seeing if the two wonderful ghost hunters will help yep. them out in any That's way. True. Or, or can at least give them some information as to how they can fix the problem themselves. So they start describing what's going on. Like they come home and there's a house full of just disaster. Whole place is just thrashed. Everything's ruined. Coloring on the walls. I synced it. I synced it with my own eyes. Shouldn't have done that to him. He's just a boy. He's just a boy. Uh, everything's all fucked up, and the doll is being all creepy and shit. Yeah, like mo- like moving, uh, moving shit around and like changing positions. Where like that was the big thing, and then yeah, it just starts uh, drawing with crayons, like these fucking crayons, red crayons, all over the wall and on the ceiling and shit. And they're like, the um, fuck. I think we need to get rid of this doll. So they try to get rid of the doll. Miss me? They toss her in the garbage. It's true. They do. But what happens? Well, when they come back the next day, there's a note that says, Miss me, in red crayon and crumpled up paper outside their door. And they open their door. They're in. Wait. There's some, like, heavy pounding at the door. Yeah, there's, they, like, someone just beating it. the fuck out of their front door. And then, they like, it's just two girls living in this apartment. So they're like, uh, what? They go and they check at the door and no one's on the other side of the door. 
No one's at the door. Nope. And then she starts walking back at, to like the kitchen area, I believe. And then there's a closet door that was doing it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another door. Yeah, just, in it the was hallway. like yeah. So then it was knocking there. They open it up and bada bing, bada boom. Annabelle is inside. Yeah, just and she's a grody looking <laughs> doll. Like she's grody looking. Yeah, they did. They did make a cool doll for this movie. I, I do true. like what they did because. I'm sure they did it for the exact reason that I like it is I just don't know if the Raggedy Ann doll would have been spooky enough. Yeah. You know? It's kind of an average doll as far as I'm concerned. It would be hard to be like, ah, oh, that's scary. Raggedy Ann's running around. Mm. And yeah. it wasn't even like a normal doll. It was, well, it was like a normal doll, but it was ones that was just stuffed with cotton filling, like very limply. Limp. So the, the. It's probably a big pop. Anyway. So, yeah, they kind of take... The Warrens end up taking the doll then. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll help. Doll's a conduit, okay? You listen, you, you see the doll. It's just a conduit. Yeah. And, and the demons want you. They they don't want the doll. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> what the fuck? That's my New Yorker. Okay. Yeah. This is pretty solid. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're, they're just like, you know, they want your soul and shit. Not the doll. The doll's fucking useless to them. They're just a way of getting you to pay attention to it. Yes. And next thing you know, you're possessed, and they got your life energy and all that kind of stuff, and that's, you know, not an area most of us are experts in, so they're probably going to win that. Um, unless you get people like these lovely Warrens involved, and then they just took the doll from them and just sort of solved the problem with that. Yes. And then it cuts to them at a seminar. Mmm. The Warrens are hosting a seminar. Oh yes, about their work, and I think they're covering the Annabelle case. Yeah, right? that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what how, it all. That's plays how you pull into. into the scene is they pull away from the screen as if you were watching the documentary with yeah. the class, and then you see that they're doing this seminar. And uh, so the real ends. Uh, they're doing this present. Uh, they're presenting this case story and all that kind of shit. Um, I don't know. I forget what I'm missing. Uh, Lorraine is so kind of the the whole thing that makes them a ghost crew. She's a medium. Is because she's a clairvoyant, right? Yep, yep that's what it is. Uh, that is what they said, right? A clairvoyant. Not a medium? No, she's a clairvoyant. Okay. Oh, wasn't sure if I if I fucked up on that one. Also, uh, guy, by the way, guys, we took notes on this movie to do this ages ago, like probably two months ago. So it's still a little rusty. Uh, as uh, far as memory goes. I didn't get to watch it since then. <laughs> so I apologize, folks. It's okay. It's She's clairvoyant, and Ed's just a regular old dude, just a non-ordained demonologist hanging out with a crazy lady who gets clairvoyant visions. Not a real big deal, if you ask me. She suffers from clairvoyancy-itis. Uh, but this is definitely the, the what they say. This is their craziest yeah. uh, case they've ever been on. Yes. Uh, and then you get the, the title screen. Country. <coughs> Not going to lie, I think that'd be a good spot to pause it for one second while I go pee. Unless you want to kick into it. We just started, right? Title. 1971. Harris. Ville. Road. Island. <sighs> what the fuck? So... <laughs> Um, we're not following the Warrens anymore. We are uh, elsewhere. 
Yep, it's like a Vista Cruiser pulling up to this house in the swamp. A very nice wagon. It's a very nice wagon. It's wonderful. wood panel. Wonderful. And uh looks new. Ish. This family ends up hopping out at this this house and it looked like it was in the fucking bayou. Like it had old man's beard and everything hanging down Born from the on trees. The bayou. Boo-hoo dogs. Yep. That's um, what it is. So yeah, this family pulls up there. They have a dog, and it just happens to be the. What are their last names? What? What's the family's last oh, name? Oh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I paid attention to the first names, but not the last names so much. <laughs> Fuck. Um. So it's this family: Roger and. Really, Carolyn. Carolyn. Yep, Carolyn's uh. <laughs> Carolyn's family, all their daughters and stuff, and their dog get out and they're kind of checking out this house. Find out they're just moving into this house, and it's kind of creepy. Dog doesn't want anything to do with going inside. The angsty teens being all, ugh, God. I can't, I can't believe, believe we had here. to move here. Metal of fucking Noah. Guess what? <sighs> I only have mosquitoes. Oh my God, do you think they have Froyo? How am I. There wasn't Froyo back then. <laughs> <laughs> Frozen yogurt in the nineteen. They didn't believe in that shit. They didn't have to believe in they it. Didn't they didn't put, it. dude. They didn't put their yogurt in the fridge. There's no way that they left it. Si- hey Siri, when was frozen yogurt created? Oh my god! Every time I ask you a question, you don't actually do any of the work. <laughs> Fucking worthless. What it? Alright, alright, alright. I got, I got nothing. When was it invented? History. Hold on. I'm trying to find it. Well, come on, man. People have been eating plain yogurt for over four millennia, particularly in the Middle East and India. Yogurt was brought to the U.S. in the early 1900s and steadily increased in popularity as health food items over the next several decades. I don't know if that sentence made sense. In the 1930s, Dannon began selling prepackaged yogurt for the first time in the U.S. By the 70s, with popularity of ice cream surging, freezing the production technology was transferred. Oh, freezing and uh, production technology was transferred to the product of frozen yogurt. Many consumers, however, complained that the yogurt tasted bad. <laughs> <laughs> so they had it, but it tasted like shit. <laughs> okay, so. So they're Multiple. probably upset about the froyo and and the lack of it. Because it's the new fad and they're fucking missing it. That's what it is. So, okay, good call. That's there. why she's all angsty. She's missing out on the new fad. Somehow we guess history lessons on this because this is not the first one. No, not even. Ricketts. She's preventing Ricketts by getting froyo. You know but, what there is in froyo? Calcium. Okay, here's the and question. And protein. So... If people been eating yogurt for that long, for millennia, is that what you said? I mean, the fucking Indians have been using yogurt for ages. How the hell did they refrigerate it? I mean, like, dot, not feather. Yeah, how, how did they refrigerate it? It doesn't matter if there was dot or feather. How the fuck did they refrigerate it? I mean, you make it, and then it's done, and you eat it. How do you make yogurt? Oh, I'm you not a yogurtologist. <laughs> Why are you asking me this do you question? Do you just have buckets of... Uh, Yogurt culture, like, whatever. That's my guess. And you just, what do you do? You throw it at milk? Maybe add some flour. I don't know. An egg? No, they can't use milk. They Why? 
Can they? <laughs> but they're like super sacred about their cows. It. So, I thought dot, is it, like it is said, it is feather. India, right? Yeah, they're That's... super sacred about cows. So can they use the milk? Is that a? Do they? Maybe maybe it's goat <sighs> yogurt. Gogurt. That's where they got the idea. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> so oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's found out no. about the froyo craze he's missing out on. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, so they're unpacking. <laughs> And uh, Cindy, as you mentioned before, <laughs> finds this cool little wind-up circus charm. <laughs> we have to move move past the yogurt. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh shit! Um, this toy. What she rad. bought? She bought it? No, she found it out by the tree. Oh yeah, the I big, was th- the big spooky tree. Yeah, it's a, it's a music box. Mm. And it goes, you open it, and it goes, so, so, so there's a mirror on, and it spins. on the top that opens up that would be facing you once it's open. Yep. Because it only opens to like a 90 degree. And then it spins, and on the inside, it's just like lights and shit, right? There's so, no lights. It's no just lights. it's just uh, a moving image. Yeah, it's just the mirror, but it's the mirror's offset and like wobbly, so mm-hmm. it kind of... Your your image kind of oh, just right, moves right. a little it's bit. It's got that swirly on it, and it's just kind of yep. yeah. Oh uneven. my god, stupid! Ass I'm confusing that with uh, the crooked man from that other movie. Lights out. No. Ah, fuck! I've lost it. But crooked man, whatever movie crooked man's from. Anyway, so yeah, this toy, creepy. She finds it. All right. Whatever. I guess I'll bring it in. I got a new toy. Cindy's got a new toy. I don't have a toy. Cindy's got the toy. Yep. So that's the end of that. Wait. <clears throat> we forgot Wait, to what? talk about the musical montage of them moving in. Well, I mean, I, I sort of breezed on past it by saying, we're unpacking. Are you sure? And I thought it was April that finds the music box. April's like a baby. I, you know, but she was the one that was susceptible to She's it, dead. I thought. She's already dead to me. Okay. Um, then they decide to play. It's that night. They decide to play Clap and Seek, which is a fucking weird game. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. It's like it's, they could just say Marco Polo. They're playing Marco Polo blindfolded. And instead of Clap, they could have just said Marco Polo. I don't know, man. Fuck it. Claps okay. are cool. It's the 70s. They're all about the clap. (sighs) (laughs) All right. Let's see. Clap and seek. seek. Yes. And uh, during the course of this game, it doesn't really happen like anything weird, like super weird happens. But um, they discover, was it Roger discovers that he has a cellar? Yeah. The, yeah. Well, the little girl's hiding in that closet, and yeah. then they go into the closet when they find her, and you know, that's Boom. when they discover the false wall. Yep, and it's just like a couple boards just kind of slid into the wall to block up the staircase mm-hmm. to the basement. 
I was like, oh, fuck yeah, you know, we got a cellar and shit. Like, no, no lights. Shit extra space. Walks through a fucking Amazonian jungle's worth of ca- uh, cobwebs. Cobwebs, dear Bab. don't you know. Oh. Uh, lights a match, of course, because we're in the 70s. Why would you have a fucking flashlight? Bad flashlights. I know they did. They had frozen don't, yogurt, they had fucking flashlights. I was going to say, <laughs> you don't have frozen yogurt <laughs> and not know what a fucking flashlight is. How would you know? Bunch of old junk down there. Bunch of it. like Tons. Loads. And let me tell you, I've seen some junk. Junk loves me. And I I personally don't really love junk that much back. So but I like to find it and get rid of it. I think we should build a junk wall to keep the junk in the wall. I kind of sound like and, Bernie Sanders and, and perhaps there. put things on the other side. We're doing Leo's wall. voice. Yeah, we are. We're sort of falling into that. And it becomes Bernie Sanders' voice. So forget about it. Forget about it. Good about it. Yep, they found a piano. Definitely a piano. Down in the nasty ass cellar. Some crutches. Yep, and a bunch of other stuff. A doll. A, a hutch. And then the, more hutches. And a lot of stuff with sheets over it. And Many dust. sheets. Lots of sheets. In fact, a whole world's worth of sheets. And there was a stack of sheets with a sheet over it. It was amazing. It was. Um, let's see. So that was the first night there. Oh, it was the, a thrilling one. And it was well, still the first night, but it's bedtime-ish. And Sadie, the dog, is chained up outside. That's why Sadie couldn't find it, because... Wait. You know what's interesting? Nicole and I talked about this the last time we watched this. Is They bought a house not knowing it had a basement. Where's the fucking furnace? They didn't think they had one. Like, how did you buy houses that far away back then? Um, in the seven, you had telephone, you didn't have the internet, you didn't have cell phones, and they were pretty. Uh, you probably heard short about on in cash. The newspaper. They were they didn't have a lot of money, so they I think they just got it on a steal probably, and like, like the, the Lutzes, they knew this the square footage, the yeah. number of bedrooms, bathrooms, and they were but asking the, for even, this much. They're like, oh my god, that's amazing! It's this colonial house. They probably saw like one picture of the outside. And, like, that's it. Yeah, and the the realtors probably didn't pay attention or they probably got creeped out about being in the house. Can you imagine buying a house sight unseen? I wouldn't. No way. It'd be fucking crazy. Now it seems fucking psychotic, you know, because we have the internet and it's so easy to see the house before you even go in. Yeah, you can see, like, the neighbor's houses because Google, Google Earth. <laughs> yeah, I guess people don't think about that one. Like, yeah. it has 3D view now. Right. You can see Earthang. We got to stay on subject because I almost started talking about Star Wars. What? So it's v- uh, this thing for v- virtual reality. Like, you can play All Battlefront. Right. Let's, let's, let's touch on that after. Yep. Because that sounds wonderful. Um... Sadie's barking outside. The d- parents are starting to get freaky. And then it goes the next morning. And uh, the mom has a huge bruise on her shin. And as she wakes up, she goes, oh, honey, what would you do to me? Ooh. How's so cold? Yeah, it's freezing. He's like, well, I have to try to get that uh, that furnace taken care of. Andrea bitches about her stanky room. Yep. Um, the clocks have all stopped. At 3.07. Exactly. All of them. Yes. Um, and she wakes up to find Roger in the basement. Yep. He's there. And then, uh, what is it? They kind of go, one of the girls goes, where's Sadie? Um, there's a little girl, all of a sudden they just hear the girl screaming 
uh, one of the girls screaming, and there's the dog. She's uh, yeah. dead. Yeah, she's making coffee, and then Cindy's out looking for the dog. Yep. That's when she realizes the clocks have stopped and all that good stuff, and then now uh, she screams because she yep. was looking for Sadie. Yep, and Sadie's very dead. Very mm. dead. Like, super emboweled dead. Super emboweled? Super emboweled, yeah. Okay. It's kind of like embowelment, but super. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. Now we're in Monroe, Connecticut. The Warren residence. Yes. And uh Ed is showing a man their relic room. Their museum of the occult. I like relic room. That's what they called it. Though. I know, but relic room, like it's got that alliteration and just a ring to it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And it, burp, burp, sing. Um And then the course of this scene, uh let's see here. You find, come to find out that something happened uh, to Lorraine at the last uh, exorcism that they were the case that they were d- working on. She um, was touched. Yeah, the uh, the guy touched her and uh, she, she, like put vi- these visions or something in her head, and it scared her to death, well, almost death. Mm. And yeah, she hasn't been quite the same, and Ed is not too thrilled about it anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, prefers not to take on those kinds of cases at this point because he doesn't want any. Because he explains that every time he that she helps somebody, it takes a little piece of her. Yep. And this most recent one took a really big piece. Uh, and he's just like, eh, it's just we don't need that. That's I love my wife. I don't want any more pieces missing. Let's just keep it that way. And naturally, he's just like, all right, sounds good. Well, can I see the Annabelle doll? Because apparently that's a, a famed tale already at this point in their careers. Um, he explains how they take precautions, uh, you know, as to not get attached to them or anything like that. So you're not allowed to touch anything in there. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yep. You know, he, he just shows him the case and he's like, it's locked up at all times. You know, it's super dangerous. It can't even be let out kind of thing. Yep. That's, and then they, they also lock their door to the, uh, museum room, the relic room. Oh, and then they uh, before they leave the room, though, they catch his daughter in there. Oh, yep. Creeping yep. in the room. I want to see the Annabelle doll. And that's supposed to be in here. Oh, God. Uh, Get out. Jeez. God, Tina. <laughs> Later. Um, Ed's got some tea for Lori. Lori. Lorraine. Excuse yep. me. Yeah, it's nighttime back at the family, or with the family. <laughs> but uh, not with the family. We're we're with with Ed and Lorraine still. Are we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought the last one I saw, the last note I had was and she. She just asks him briefly about uh what that was, and he's just like uh he was just a reporter, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and he clearly, you know, she picks up on the fact that he's feeling bad, and and the guy asks a question about you know her and. Or getting the piece taken, the whole thing. And she goes, you know, stop blaming yourself and all that kind of stuff, referring to that exorcism that they went through that she had that whole thing happen. Um, and then that's the end of that. It's just sort of, she's like, she's on to how he feels about that whole thing. It's like, just stop. Right. If I didn't want to be there, I wouldn't have been there. You know, kind of, kind of mentality. No sense of beating yourself up. I, right. I, I, this is what we do. I'm to terms with it. You should be too. Right. Uh, now we jump back with the motherfuckers. Yeah, uh, real short scene, kind of just nighttime back with them, and uh, is um, oh, 
So yeah, they, it's up in the girls' room because it's like I think two girls are sharing a room and then the other two are sharing a room. Or is the oldest one has their own room? I can't remember where the where the youngest one sleeps. I don't know. I don't think they ever showed that. Um, because it just shows. So it's the oldest girl has her own room for sure, and then the two middle ones look like they share yeah. a room. Yeah. Um, and. You hear, like, it shows one of the girls sleeping, and all of a sudden, her foot kind of gets a little tug on it. Like, you don't see it, but it just, she's like, quit t- quit grabbing my foot. And then uh, the other one says, stop farting, it stinks. Stop it, Nancy. Yeah. Stop. It fucking stop stinks. Farting. It stinks. <laughs> I love how just calmly, she's just like, stop farting. Right? It stinks. <laughs> I laughed a little bit to, at that scene. <laughs> Um, let's see. Then it comes, cuts to the downstairs. And the TV's on. Yep, and Roger is passed out at his desk. Um, here's some noise, the noises from, like, the snow, because this TV's just showing snow. And, yep, he's kind of looking around. He sees the, just kind of doing his walk through the house. Notices the back door's not latched. Creeps um, on open. Yep. Takes care of that, and then he goes upstairs to check out. Uh, a sound he hears, yeah, there's yep. like a thud. Let's and see. He goes up there, and uh, right as he steps on to the like gets to the stairs, his mm-hmm. fucking daughter Cindy is just standing like halfway down the stairs, like hair, like she's just sleepwalking. And uh, oh no, no, wait, sorry, hey, no, no, you got it right. Na- Nancy's sleepwalking. Nancy's yeah. sleepwalking. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, she's in Andrea's room. Oh, hitting her head on the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. The the one daughter's there and says, "Hey, she's sleepwalking." Yeah, and yeah, she's just like stepping, like repeatedly, just boom, just standing boom, like six inches boom. in front of it, just hitting her head on it real slowly. Yeah. It's not like she's bashing her skull. No, it's just like it's tapping, like if like a what you'd think of a a, a banging shutter, like yeah. whack, whack. One, two. Yeah, just like three, the winds just kind of tossing around four. a bit, but it's. She's tossing her head into a wardrobe. Into a piece of wood. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for her. Yes. It builds brain cells. A lot of toughness. Um. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what... That's the end of that Andrew's scene. Andrew's like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to wake her up, so I figured I'd get you instead. Oh. And then uh, he's like, yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And he just walks her back to the room and gets her into bed. And Andrew's all like, huh? What happened? I don't understand why she do this. Exactly. I'm a little Italian boy. Is that Italian? No, it's a little more Borat, isn't it? Uh, Fuck it. Carol and Raj are talking about Nancy. And then they notice another bruise on Carolyn. Is this in the morning now? This one's on the leg. But this is in the morning now, correct? Uh, I can't remember. I think because... No, no, it's right before bed. Because okay. he's like, you're going to go see the doctor tomorrow, right? Yeah, he's like, do me a favor, get that checked out. Yeah. And uh, she's like, okay, yeah, okay, honey. And then there's birds flying into the side <gasps> of the <car>. Heading <laughs> off to word, dead pigeon. Girls, off to school. Brilliant. Exactly. Fucking brilliant. So then it's just And you're right, mom- April isn't like an infant. <laughs> she's like, she can talk. So, <laughs> she's like probably three, four. <laughs> Maybe five. Probably, you know. <laughs> I know that's kindergarten age, right? Anyway, she's uh, she's talking to Rory. Yes. You're sort of uh, getting a camera view through the hallway, and she's in a, in a bedroom that you're not quite seeing into yet. Uh, and she's having a little chit-chat with Rory, and she's got her little music box in hand, 
Uh, the music box stops, and he's behind you. She explains to her mom as her mom comes in and wonders why she's talking to herself. Yep. Uh, and then he's in the mirror, and you can see him. So mom was like, okay, I'll try that shit out. I don't think you're right, because you're a stupid little girl. Exactly. Dumb bitch. Boom. Let me prove you wrong. Check Whoa. this out. There ain't no Rory. Turns it on. She gets nervous, though. You can tell. Ding, 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 ding. What happens? That's the sound of a shadow. Oh. A little shadow moves past. Oh, yep. But a little too fast, where she's like, oh, did I just see what I think I saw? And... And then she starts looking real hard to just see if, if there's something she's missing. And April gives her a little boo. Boo. Hey. It's a little more of a boo. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Then it turns the, scares the shit out of her. Let's play hide and clap. They're all like, la, 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 la. And then she la, wants. La, 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 And then she's all like, yo, like Josh said, hide and clap, man. And mom's Boom. like, nah, we ain't got time. She's like, hide and clap, man. And she's like, all right, I guess you talked me into it. So they play a little hide and clap. So Carolyn is the seeker in this. She's blindfolded. <laughs> One, two, seven, ten. And now mom's looking. Yes. The girl's hiding. First clap. Clap, clap. All right, I'm moving. She's like. That's that booty. Oh, that's inappropriate. Never mind. So she's following it, and she gets <clears throat> to the wardrobe. And uh, she's standing there. Well, she's in the room with the wardrobe, and she's like, second clap. I get the second one. Mm. And she's like, oh, I think I know where she are. So she starts getting to this wardrobe that uh, the daughter was banging her head on the other day. Mm. And she opens it up, and she's kind of fe- – no, the wardrobe actually just opens, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it creeps the doors open just- slowly. That's why she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, she hears the creaking, and she's like, oh. Third clap. And she's like right in front of the wardrobe right now. Like, uh, she's like, a, her face maybe eight inches away from the, uh, the, uh, coats and stuff that's hanging mm. in there. And she's like, yeah, let's see. Third clap. And she's like, oh, I got you. I can hear you breathing. Yeah. Two arms pop out of the fucking thing. They're ghostly arms. Yeah. Too. They're, they're, they're big. And they give you the clap, clap. And then she pulls them back in. She's like, I know where you are. And then you get the breathing. She reaches in. And then all of a sudden, right behind her, she goes, hey. <laughs> like, the little girl's not in the cup, uh, in the wardrobe. Not She's in the doorway. She's like, all. you lose or something like that, right? Haha, uh-huh, you took your blindfold off. You lose. Yeah. Like, little bitch, she was moving. You weren't even close. Yeah. And then she's, I think she says she was hiding in someone else's room or something like that. Um, so now I think we cut to after work and all that good stuff. Yep. Uh, Roger's on the phone and kind of talking about how they've, they're, they're kind of in a, a tough spot financially speaking. But he got a nice route coming because he's a trucker. Mm, That's fuck what, yeah. But he's got a route that goes to Florida and he has to take it. And what is it going to be? Seven days? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Something s- to that effect. Like I don't know. It was a couple, quite a few days that he was he wasn't going to be there, and uh, the mom's now also kind of creeped out. But because of that whole wardrobe and clapping thing stuff. 
I was like, well, fuck, we got to do what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I was like, all right, fine. So now it's nighttime. Once again, Christine's laying in bed. And the feet get pulled. Boom. Boom, pull. Stop grabbing my feet, Nancy. Oh, my God, Nancy. It's not funny anymore. Stop it. <laughs> and then, uh, is it, I believe. And then it happens again. Yep. And then she's it horrified. Because it, yeah. <laughs> it's a much, much harder pull. Yes. This one literally pulls her body down the bed a little bit instead of just being a little yank. Yep. And then she decides to look under the bed. Yeah, she peeks over the edge, then and looks under it. And then uh, as she's looking, you see the bed, the doorway for their room. Or the door is shutting, like slowly creaking shut. And the shadow behind the uh, the door ends up kind of growing a little bit bigger. Um, she says, Nancy, there's someone standing behind the door. They're like, what? Do you see it? She's like, it's standing right behind you. Door slams shut. Um, they scream and the parents end up running down the hall and they kind of rush into the room that uh doesn't the door slam shut yeah that's yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah, when he's like right. he's standing right behind you and yeah. the door slam shut right um the parents get in there and they're trying to say what they were just you know they just having a bad dream and uh uh christine tells them that it said something um, God, what the fuck was it? I don't have oh, yeah, uh, it said it wants my family dead. Oh. That's yeah. what it was. He's like, oh, shit. That's not good. Fuck. Right. That's So the family weird. consoles her a little bit, and that's the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. We jump to Connecticut again. We are once more with Eden, Lorraine, Warren. And, uh, let's see. And your little girl, Judy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed lies to Lorraine about getting groceries. Yep. And she finds out right away. Uh, I got a job. Yeah, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to, I just don't want you there. Uh, she's <gasps> like, no, we do this together. And uh, leads to the case of the rattling pipes. Oh, them poor, poor rattling pipes. Yeah, they're just with this family and they're like, hey, we got this issue and the whoa sound. And they just find this board that pushes on this and creates an airflow and then the creek and they just debunk everything in the yeah. house. And they're like, yeah, you, you don't have anything. It's, it's like most of the time that's what it is. People just don't know their house. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, so then we jump back with the family again. Uh, Carolyn is taking some iron deficiency meds now. Yep. Uh, she's got more bruises once again. Uh, she's folding a little bit of laundry. And she hears some claps. So she turns off the radio. And uh, shouts that you know, girls, it's past bedtime. Like, like she assumes that they're playing hide yep. and clap. Um, yeah. So she starts walking through the house, and she gets into like the the center hallway, which runs all the way through the house to the basement, the front stairs, the front door, and I think to the back porch. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's standing there, and like all of a sudden, all the pictures that were on the stairs just get fucking thrashed, like everything falls off like simultaneously and all the glass is broken. And then she hears another clap and the cellar door creaks open. So this is great. She yells, whoever's in the basement, I'm locking you in. She gets locked in the basement. 
Oh shit. Um She's she looking turn- around. Yep, she gets the light she turned on. She falls down the stairs. Well, she yeah, she gets the light turned on first, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh she turns the light on whoever well, she turns the light on then she says the line uh and then that's when the door slams in her face. Yeah. And that's when she falls down the uh, down the stairs. Yep. So she gets to the bottom, she's trying to look around and this ball comes bouncing across the full uh the floor at her, excuse me. Um, and then the light breaks at the top of the stairs that she had turned on. Yep. She screams, of course, for her daughter to come and help her, Andrea, yeah. the eldest. Uh, and she hears a little girl giggle and the matches. What, what's what's oh, with the matches? So she gets up to the top of the stairs and there was a ball bouncing, mm-hmm. just a normal ball. Mm-hmm. And she's like got the match. And it's actually, this is the picture that's on the cover of the movie. Um, she's leaning down the edge of the stairs, like with this match out and it's just total blackness. And she's like, um, holding it out there. She gets another match with it. Cause that one burnt out and she kind of sits back up and all of a sudden she hears the voice that says, uh, um, you want to play hide and clap? And then just these two, the two ghostly hands that were in the wardrobe just appear right out of the corner, like, or right from behind her. And she, there's nothing behind her mm-hmm. right from behind her and just right in her ears and she freaks the fuck out like as i would oh yeah 100 percent. i would have <laughs> screams fucking panics i would have been i probably would have jumped down the stairs and accidentally killed myself out of out of fear i wouldn't be surprised if that happened like god damn it motherfucker who, you're not supposed to be behind me because there's a wall behind me how does she get out i can't remember she's just banging on the door and then roger's coming home already ah um Let's see. Well, then it becomes nighttime. Yeah, well, it's been nighttime. Um, Cindy is sleepwalking again and uh, doesn't know that her mom is locked in the basement right now. <clears throat> but the oldest daughter puts Cindy to bed. Um, and then the wardrobe starts making some noise. Yeah, the doors start slamming and clapping yep. around and. Uh, she goes to open it, and there's nothing in it. Yep. Then Cindy, the sleepwalker, she wakes up, and uh, she's kind of, like, staring over the oldest daughter's uh, shoulder, and she's breathing super heavy, like, freaked out. And they're like, she's like, what? They look at the top of the wardrobe, and there's this fucking creepy-looking bitch sitting up on top, and she <laughs> just... Gnarly ah, goblin hoe just sitting up there. Right? Jumps off, and uh, off the wardrobe, and, like they scream and it shows like she was jumping towards the girls. Yeah, very much so. And then the camera cuts away. Um, and that's when Roger, arrives. Roger gets home and he's like, he walks into the house and it's just pure fucking chaos. Right. Like, the girls are freaking out upstairs. All the Karen's lights are off. Downstairs. Glasses, like glasses broke all over the house. Like, what would you think? You know what I mean? Like, so first thing he does is he grabs Carolyn. Yep. And then he runs all the way up to Andrea's room right away after that. Yep. And just, you know, what the fuck is going on kind of situation. Yeah. But, you know, no real answers, you know. Everyone's like, I don't There's fucking no know. There's no one in there. It's just them. Right. So they're just getting fucked with. So now, boom, we jump. Massachusetts Western University, Wakefield. At another Warren seminar, right? He's speaking about this on possessed men. About this possessed man, rather. Maurice. Yes. Is this is the case that uh, they just worked that Lorraine fucked, got fucked yeah. up on? Yep. Yeah. Um. 
Let's see. The man had a third grade education, and yet somehow during this whole exorcism thing, he spoke perfect Latin, which yep. typical sign. You know, you've probably seen that in a lot of exorcism movies. Yep. Um, sometimes even backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, something about an upside down cross, like kind of like growing out of his body situation. Yeah. I can't as damn if there I was a demon inside the of him. Or something. I should have watched the movie. Fuck. Well, like I remember the scene because yeah. they're like he's this... like ah, and it's on the the handheld camera, it's yeah, like a yeah. videotape, but it's getting knocked the fuck around because things aren't going very smooth. And yeah, then the cross shows itself on his stomach. Um, it doesn't finish too much more because they don't show what happens to the rain yet. Right. Or not? Yeah, yeah, the rain. It just goes uh, back to them, and he's talking about how he doesn't exercise personally, but he has helped with many exorcisms. Yes. Um, and then he goes into talking about how there's three different stages of the demonic activity. There's infestation, oppression, and possession. Infestation, he calls, is the whispering footsteps feeling... Um, make you know, Anything to make you feel oppression. uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, that's the very first stage of it. Then you got oppression, uh, where the victim is specifically targeted by an external force, resulting in possession. Yes. Boom. Possession, you no longer have control of your body. Your spirit's now stuck somewhere else, essentially. But a boom, it sucks to be you. Um, and at that seminar, Carolyn was there. Just so happens. She was there because she's very fucking freaked out. About everything that's happening, you know, and she doesn't know what to think. Because they're not, they they come, they say that they're not a very religious family, I believe. Like, Correct. They just, they just never bought into that kind of stuff. Um, and she asked the Warrens to, you know, hear her out and come help them. And Carolyn like, sort of just like appeals to her motherly instincts. Yeah, she's you know? like, please, you have to know. Like, for I, my kids, I'm afraid of my children's safety. Yeah, right. Or afraid for my children's safety. Afraid of it. <laughs> I, I I fear for my kids' safety. Right, and she's like, like all right, fine. Yeah, you know? we have so to. She's, she's, sort of she's like, Ed, it. we have to help them. Like, we have to do something. So then we cut to the Warrens arriving now, at and they're checking the out blah, the house. Blah house. Because we can't fucking think of the main family's last name. All right. So what happens? Well, they get right to the. When they get there. They, they get to the house and they're just kind of checking out the the place and. What is it? I believe she sees the music box. Uh, right now, and she's kind of uh, Lorraine does while she's out at the house, and she sees the music box as they're having like coffee and shit, um, trying to get just the feel of their house. She sees the music box, and she's kind of spinning the thing around. And she's like, "Huh," and she's kind of off in her own little world. She ends up out by this Perrin, 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 Perrin. Yeah, P E R R O N. Okay, Perrin. They don't really say it during the movie. They I just kind of show the Perrin family photos like during the credits and shit. You okay, know? that makes sense. Um, um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lorraine's just wandering around, and she find, she ends up out by the big old tree and stuff. No, that's uh, – sorry, I'm jumping ahead of myself, I think. Um, that She sees a family picture of – she's like of, – of the family uh, – at a beach and they're like yeah that was the best day of my life you know the uh, she asks what the fuck is her name again carolyn <laughs> she asks lorraine asks carolyn 
uh, about the fic pictures. Like, oh, yeah, it was, uh, right before I moved here, it was the best day of my life. You know, everybody was just so happy. and per- It was just perfect. It was a random road trip, a uh, road stop at the beach. But um, let's see. Yeah, they're just checking out the house. Uh, asking them some questions like, is there any like weird smells or anything like that? Yep. Like, uh, yeah. They're talking about how they're always turning up the heat. And they're like, yeah, there's this rotten meat smell and uh, bangs and whatnot. The clocks are all stopping at exactly 3.07. They're like, all of them? Yeah, all of them. Uh, then they tell them about the, uh, the whole pictures falling off the wall situation. Uh, they hit the cellar, how they didn't know they even had it, and there's all this shit down there. And they're like, well, people or demons sometimes attach themselves to things, and that's how they attach themselves to you, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, Damn it, I did jump ahead of myself just a little bit too much. A little bit, a little bit. Um, but at this point, she's uh, hearing a bunch of screams and shit. Something's really bad is happening there. You know what I mean? Like in Lorraine's head, there's oh. this, this, they jump to like a sort of an outside thing that's not actually there. Yeah. She has a little like moment, a clairvoyant moment. Yep. And there's um, a bunch of screams and shit. She's just kind of getting like this uh, this feeling that, yeah, this house is fucked. Yeah. And it's and the further she gets into it, she gets super kind of like Lorraine gets kind of edgy. Like they do a good job of making her seem like colder and not as thrilled and patient and ready to be here. Yeah. Right. Um, cause she starts interviewing the daughters. Yeah. They, uh, start doing some recordings and shit. Yep. Uh, Ed turns on the recorder and they're just, you know, kind of asking them some basic information kind of shit. Uh, and just, just kind of interviewing the entire family as to what's going on. Yep. Um, they're talking to April and they ask her about Rory, of course, cause that's obviously a point of interest. Yep. Um, and she goes, he's sad. Something bad happened to him. Uh, can I see Rory? Like, yeah. Asks Ed, and she's like, sure. And just gives him the toy and all that good shit. Um, and when he turns the thing, he's looking at the screen, or the screen, at the mirror. Uh, he actually sees a little pale boy flash briefly in the image behind him. And, you know, kind of freaks her. out a little bit. Huh? It's Lorraine, I thought. Uh, is it? I think so. Because Lorraine asks her, hey, can I oh, see Oh, yeah, him? you're right. You're right. It is the other Lorraine. guy can't see him. It is Lorraine, right. Um... So she walks out to the big tree in the yard after that, and to the like like a, like a dock. There's like a pond, not quite yeah. a lake, but it, like a it pond. looks like a like a swamp. Yeah, like yeah, the entrance to a swamp. I think it is a swamp. It might be a swamp. I think. It, oh, you know, it totally is a swamp. They talk about it. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Ed walks up, and you can like kind of hear the sound of a, a rope Rain. being pulled taut Rain. and creaking. Um, and he's like, what is it? And she can see the spirit hanging. It's just from this the nasty dead body. Just like, in nine, like nine inch toenails and, um, gross. a moo moo. So I guess I just be also gross. Yeah. So they go back in and they're like, your house needs an exorcism. Yep. Your shit's fucked, bro. Yeah. They're like, fucked. you're not going to do very good. This is, it's, it's pretty bad. Harambe would struggle here. He struggled at the Cincinnati Zoo. He sure so. did. He sure that poor bastard. I know. God but, damn you, Cincinnati. Off topic, but slightly on topic because of the hurricanes. I guess there was a, a news coverage down there. This dude walks up the stairs, and he sees the news recorder, like, right as the hurricane's hitting, like, the rain's hitting Florida and stuff. He's like, 
live TV. Dicks out for Harambe! <laughs> <laughs> and then runs into the ocean. No shit. <laughs> That's incredible. That was oh, fucking shit. hilarious. <laughs> Dicks out for Harambe! <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Boom! All right. So Lorraine saw, <laughs> she saw the entity. Yes. And knock, 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 knock. boom, they tell the family what's up. They have to get some stuff taken care of, but they need to be very careful uh, about staying there and they plan on helping. Well, yeah. And she tells them about how the fact that she saw the entity behind the family when she first walked in the door. Yeah, yeah She's like, I see it and it's latched on. It's. And it's then there. she saw it again when uh, she first saw the girls. Yep. And then again in the backyard. Yes. And she's <clears> like, there's definitely something fucking with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of spirit here, but there's only one that she's really scared of. And Ed says, you know, it's like, look, we got to prove to the church that this is legitimately in need of an exorcism, which generally isn't all that easy to do, especially him being, you know, non-ordained and what have you. Mm-hmm. So uh, they have to investigate further and, you know, gather evidence and provide some proof and all that kind of shit before they can even try to get somebody out there to exercise this goddamn place. Uh, are your kids baptized? And like, eh, not that religious. You know, we just never got around to it. And he just goes, you should. Like, it was one of those almost weird action badass line moments where it was just like, all right, come on. <laughs> that doesn't belong in this kind right. of way. That was like one of the only lines that in the entire movie I was like, that really was dumb. That was a lame line. It's fucking stupid. But anyway, uh, jump to uh, Lorraine. Yep, they're at their house now. With Little old Judy. Yep, and uh, Lorraine gets a locket from her daughter. And she's Aww. like, here you go. So, you know. I miss you and daddy. So here you go. They've got a housekeeper, right? Yeah, it's, I think it's their aunt, their grandma. Some or it, okay. It's one of their, their mothers, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. A relative. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, they, they say mum-mum, right? Yep. Yeah. Or, or grandma or some shit yeah. like that. Okay. Um, so yeah, they, uh, she gets the locket and then they're sitting down to, uh, or Ed's reviewing the the recordings and stuff that he did from the interview. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, hold on. He grabs, uh, Lorraine is like, Carolyn's voice didn't record like at all. Like there's no trace of it there at all. Stops the tape. Um, they're just like, huh? And they kind of, how do they come across the history of, uh, of the property? Uh, well, that's from Lorraine's little, uh, bit of research she's been doing. Gotcha. Uh, she goes, built in 1863, women accused of witchcraft lived in that house. Bathsheba. Um, there was a woman sacrificed, uh, a seven-day-old baby. Or a woman sacrificed a seven-day-old baby, rather. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. She was, uh, she was married to the, the owner there, but she didn't want or she was into witchcraft and she got the baby had it and then ran out and just oh no she killed the baby and then the husband before the husband could stop her hung her from the, she hung herself from the tree yep her time uh, of death was 307 yeah proclaiming her love for satan or whatever because it, yep. it was a sacrifice and a ritualistic thing and cursing all who try to take her land yep uh so then there's other shit it ta- she, she talks about a woman whose son Happened to be a Rory. Yeah. Hmm. Peculiar. Right. And he disappeared in the woods one day. And uh, she just couldn't fucking deal with it. It was just, it was too much. She just couldn't handle the fact that her son disappeared. And 
She killed herself in the cellar. Yep. And that's that's the evil thing that's down yonder. Boom. Um, there was another boy back before the land was subdivided who died on the grounds and a neighboring woman also committed suicide on the grounds. Yes. So there's been a lot of death. There's been quite a few. <laughs> Hella death. And, and then the tape suddenly starts playing over once she gets done explaining that. Yes. What does the tape play? Oh, some weird... Instead of that silence that we just heard before that little explanation of what the property's been through, uh, we get some weird, ghostly, ghoulish kind of evil sounds playing through. You <laughs> ghouls. Know? You know, ghouls. Yeah. <laughs> what are your interests? Uh, ghouls. Go- what do you mean, ghouls? Uh, ghouls? You know, ghouls. Goulash? No, no, just ghouls. I think goulash. Mm, I do enjoy goulash. For those of you who don't know who... Not who, but what goulash is, uh, get some. Welcome to Minnesota kind of shit. It's actually you know? good. Make sure it has corn in it. It has to have corn. Uh, if you fuck up on the corn, get out. And cheese, a little bit of cheese. On. But you add the cheese. Well, yeah, that's post. That's like once it's in your bowl, add the cheese. I'm making goulash. So it's fresh melted. God damn it, you piece of shit. She doesn't like goulash, so I never get goulash. I married a demon for a wife. Who doesn't like goulash? <laughs> It's the it's. I know, I know. I get it. It's just as frustrating to me. Did you just say frustrating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm flustered, but I'm also frustrated. It's frustrating. Hello, Miriam gave me that word. Who's Miriam? Miriam Webster? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, I thought you were talking. She's about- my homegirl. Who still uses a dick? We like, you know, knucks and shit. We're, we're cool like that. You're one of those kids that starts every paper with Webster's Dictionary defines <laughs> yes, that's synonyms exactly, that's as exactly a delicious type of roll. That's how I start everything. In fact, that's in, that's how the next 8mm is going to start. <laughs> Webster's Dictionary just starts my order as three cheeseburgers. <laughs> plain. Panda clock 307. Boom. That's the end of that scene. Yes, sorry. <laughs> how's that, uh, how's that dooski treating you? Dude, I drink so much Mountain Dew, I'm pretty sure I'm going to turn into antifreeze. Um, yeah. This time, I'm letting us get away with it, but next time we need to have some goddamn fireball. Well, I'm going to lose my fucking yeah. mind. I'm, I'm almost ashamed that we didn't bring the fireball back immediately. For just, true. just right away. Yeah. Fuck I, getting into the groove of things. We should have just had the fireball. Fireball to leads to the groove. It literally is the groove. It, it carves the river that is the groove. It's true. God damn it. Like. <sighs> we're such amateurs. That's what I'm saying. Warrens. The fucking Warrens. They take a little trip. Where to, Josh? The house. Oh, my dear hamster, you are so right. With Drew and Officer Brad, oh. who are just being introduced right now. We didn't skip that. God, that new owl body of yours has me turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Drew and Officer Brad, we're hanging out. They're all set up with their equipment and such. 
trying to just, you know, have it's a little extra protection. But it's the 70s, so it's not, like, sophisticated. Yeah. And Officer Brad's like, this is bullshit. I'm only here because I have to be here. And Drew's like, I rule. So that's how that went down. Exactly. So they're setting up some cameras, some bells that will ring if things are done with stuff and to the left <laughs> and to the right. And they set up some mics. Um, and then, uh, you know, they get a little shit set up by the tree just in case. Bitch hung herself out there. Could be something good. So let's set up a camera. Yep. Is that the rotating camera that they set up out there? They don't have a rotating camera out there. I thought they had a rotating camera somewhere, yeah. right? No, not out there. Not in this movie. Not in this movie? No. What movie's that in? Am I thinking of a totally different movie? I don't... Probably, like... Where, where it takes, like, a, a photo, and then it turns a degree, and, like, a photo, and then it's, like, you know, photos in a circle. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm crazy. You're envisioning, like, some, like... I don't know, man. I got... Primal fucking... I don't know where I pulled that from, camera. I guess. No, it just... Those were words. The last two were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, it explains that the tree is where that lady hung herself, and you know if they're hooking up, a, the, 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 they're, yeah, they're gonna hook up a thermal trigger. Yeah. So that if there's any sudden temperature drops or general changes in the temperature at all, uh, the camera is gonna go off. <laughs> so then Lorraine's with Carolyn. Yep. And they're kind of going over the family photo of the day at the beach that you were mentioning before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when we get that whole story. Now you've already heard it, so we're just going to move on past yep. it. Uh, so Drew is showing Andrea how the black light works. They're flirting. Hashtag flirt machine. You know, yep. that kind of guy. Um, Getting the fro-yo. And he's all like, far out, right? And she's like, yeah, groovy. <laughs> it, was, it was so cheesy, but I, I actually liked those cheesy lines. Off. Brad is a dingle fritz. That's my next set of notes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what it means, so how about you elaborate? I have I have not, all I know is they hear this they hear something in the basement and then the door slams shut. That's my notes. And then it says next am pancakes. Next am pancakes. It's next morning like cuz they make yeah, uh, yeah. they everyone's making pancakes like literally the Warrens and Brew and Officer Brad are out there helping fucking just do stuff around the house too. Like Um So the far out groovy somehow Oh, the off is supposed to be short for officer. <laughs> you stupid fuck! God damn it! Uh Officer Brad is a dingle fritz. That was just supposed to be like, oh yeah, I don't believe in this shit, like Get out of here, fly. Uh, yeah, he's like, I don't believe in oh! this shit. This is so silly. I can't believe Brad is a this. dingle frisk. I have no idea what that means. Uh... <laughs> then we cut to night, and they're uh, sort of monitoring and whatnot. You know, the microphones and mm-hmm. cameras, kind of. Uh, seeing if anything's flashed yet or not. Um, Ed's setting up some crosses. Some this, He says that it helps stir shit up. And uh, all of a sudden... You hear one of the doorknob bells go off and a little bit of a creak in the door. Like the beginning of the episode, that not that sound that I made at all. Uh, it's the cellar. Yep, it I believe out. and then it just slams shut. Boom, shakalaka. Wait, now, um, then it's the morning for pancakes. That yeah. was literally it. Yeah. 
pancakes. Yeah. Lorraine is out there. Help. This one got me. <laughs> uh, they do pancakes and stuff, and uh, the guys are out working on um, this car. They're like, well, we have to go pick some uh, some stuff oh, up. Oh, shit. No, we they go into the basement and everything, though, don't they? No, not yet. Yeah, no, they totally do. Do they? Oh, they totally do. There's no way I took notes for no reason. Uh, <laughs> so now they have... Uh, I forgot they do have a camera. They have like an old school video camera that they have all set up in this. So they got this old school steady cam mode going. Um, and they go down into the basement. Um, chronicling their trip, they are trying to get them to come out. They're like, hey, give us a sign that you're here. Communicate with us. We just want to talk to you. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Ed turns around at one point and looks over and Lorraine is uh, doubled over as it turns out some sort of stomach pain mm-hmm. um, and she's like there's definitely here and she's like they're, they're definitely close and that's when the door slams and uh, piano makes a sound I think and then nothing and he's like I guess it doesn't always work and then the door slams sorry I got a little ahead with the door slam yep I have no notes on that so sh- I can't. I yeah, can't. no, that's how it goes. Okay. I got the notes on that. So, yeah, it's it's really not a whole... They try to get them to communicate. Nothing really happens. And then they're like, well, I guess it doesn't always work. And then the door slams. And they're like, ah, fuck. Um, and then they get back upstairs. And the guy's like, for a skeptic, you're for a skeptic, you look awful scared for a door closing. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Probably just a breeze or a draft. Right. Burr, her, 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 her. Draft never made me make that face. <laughs> I believe the clock as it takes over to 308. Ba-ding. Um, and now it's pancakes. Now it's pancakes. Now it's pancakes. Chaotic <laughs> breakfast. Yep. Um, let's see here. They all eat breakfast and yada, yada, yada. It's just kind of like, uh... Oh my god, our house hasn't felt like this in ages. This it is just wonderful. feels That's like wonderful. home. Oh, yes. Um... Makes me feel warm inside. So... Liquor. Carolyn ends up going to take a nap because she's just not feeling right. And uh, Lorraine's like, yeah, no, that's fine. I can help out. You go rest up. Like, you're stuck with this all the time. So she's like, yeah, we got this. So Lorraine is out there. She ends up going to do some laundry. She's she hanging it. She's taking it off the sheet, off the clotheslines because uh, there's a, some wind and stuff's picking yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, there's a storm coming in. Yep. So she's out there, you know. Gathering sheets and putting them in a basket, and uh, when she does it, she goes to unclip the sheet, but this wind catches it and pulls it right out of her hand, and it starts to blow away. But it stops like a foot back, and like just perfectly outlined, like if somebody, like somebody was just standing there with their hands, you know, at their sides, and the sheet hit them and wrapped around them perfectly. And then, that, poof. and then it, yeah, then it just lets go again, and the sheet. Specifically goes and lands on Carolyn's bedroom window. Yes, it did. And then the sheet falls off, and she I believe she sees... Yeah, the rain's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and then she, yeah. she in the window it shows Bathsheba. Someone Beth walking Sheba, away, yeah. Uh, the fucking nasty toad, wardrobe crawling, tree-hanging bitch. <laughs> um, shows her in the window. Carolyn gasps away suddenly yep. now, that, now that we're up in the bedroom. Yep. Um, 
yeah, Carolyn's napping and she starts freaking out and uh, it shows Bathsheba. She's just kind of floating over her mm-hmm. and she literally starts like puking into Carolyn's mouth. Yeah. Like this tasty. demon, demon taint. I think we call it demon taint. Demon taint? Yes. That was nowhere near her taint. Demons don't abide by the laws of taint. Their faces, their taint? No, they're puking. So like it's her a different kind of taint. Her taint. It's like T-E-I-N-T. It's not how I spell taint. It's like faint, taint, fain, taint. No. I, 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 I completely disagree with this. Lorraine's frantic. I'm frantic. This is just unacceptable. Um. So now she's in the bathroom throwing up. Lorraine's like, oh, my God. And then Carol, are you okay? Are you okay? Because she's like in there like making a bunch of awful sounds yeah. and throwing up and all that. Goes, are you okay? Fucking come out. Jesus Christ. Um. She finally comes out and she's like, oh, it's all good. Oh, yeah, she's like, no, I'm fine. I just, I just woke up feeling not so great. Yeah. She um, kind of blows the whole thing off. But, like, you as the audience member, they're like, okay, she's different. Yep. Because her, her eyes are different. Yep. It's different. Um, and it goes, it jumps to Ed and Roger. Oh, yeah. And Ed's kind of filling him in on uh, how Lorraine's visions work and how I think he starts kind of going over the Maurice thing a little bit. Well, Ed thanks him for for helping and whatnot, and that's when. The, or sorry, I said Ed. Uh, Roger thanks him for helping a little bit, and Ed's like, "Yeah, I didn't really want to. It was, it was her that helped us out." And that's yeah, when he explains all that good shit. Um, you get the flashback now to like what actually happened during that exorcism, and oh boy, it's not good. Uh. The guy was locked in the room. They were locked in the room, rather, for eight days. Uh, No food. The guy was. Sorry, not them altogether. Just the guy was. Locked in a room for eight days with no food, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, And just kind of proceeds to tell the story of just how shitty the whole thing was. And uh, he spoke out to her and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And oofta. It'd be kind of cool to see that the whole Maurice story, to be honest. It would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? I would wish be. that would have been the, the follow-up instead of the Annabelle. Right? Yeah. Like, t- tell, us the one, tell us the one that fucked him up. Like, like I don't think we'll do Annabelle. I didn't like that movie. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan at all. There's been way better... Huh. What? I guess there's an update. Um... <laughs> Just... What is that like, little? What is that? That's a that's a notification I haven't seen before. Uh, what were we talking about? Where were we? Um, it's that night, and uh, the officer is going to get some coffee. Yes. Um, Brad's off- all like, "Yo, you want some?" Andrew's like, "Nah, nah, thanks, man." Um, Asian. Oh, thanks. See, he he goes out there. Officer Brad goes out there and uh, out into the kitchen to grab some fresh Joe. Yum yum. And, uh, you know, do it, he's doing his little check and stuff, and he all of a sudden he just hears he hears something. He, Some wind chimes. And he, he shuts the door, and he this puts him in this porch, I think. Yeah. And all of a sudden he just hears, uh, he hears, like, look what she made me do. And he goes to check, and when he's out in this porch, he sees this figure of a maid, like, well, the, of, a, of a lady. And it's, he goes out there, he doesn't see anything, but yeah. then he comes back in, and that's when he sees it. Yep. He hears that, look what she made me do. He's out there, and then all of a sudden, the fucking, he sees the figure, and just yells, 
Look what she made me do! And, like, charges him, and, like, she's dressed as a maid, and she has her wrists slit. Ah, that's not good. Yeah, and he screams, and, like, because she just charges at him. And then, uh... Fucking drunk. Christine is sleepwalking again, so... Do you want to talk about that part? I guess so. We could do that. Could okay. Do that. Uh, so Cindy and stuff setting off cameras. No big deal. Not a big deal. She's meandering around. Not that big of a deal. This has happened before. We've overcome this. Yep. It's not a ghosty. This is, this is fine. Uh, so upstairs, she closes the door. And uh, they get up there and they can't get in. Hmm. Huh. How does Cindy keep them out? Uh, Drew is hearing another voice in that room on the microphones downstairs. Come with me. This is where I hide. Being the wardrobe, of course. Yep. Um, yeah, they're using the UV light. Yes. Yes. What, now they've broken into the room. Um, and they're following some footprints over to the wardrobe. But, of course, there's nobody inside. Mm-hmm. But what they do find is behind it, it is hollow. Yes, there's a little, there's a little oh, hole look. in the wall. Get another false wall. To there's, yeah, there's I need a, a house with wall. false walls. I've said this to Nicole. It's like that's gonna be a requirement. In at least one of my houses, I will have a secret door, that will lead to a secret room that only you and I will know about. It's fair. If it's a fuck room, if it's a rec room, I don't care what kind of room it is. It's just a room where you go. There make will be a secret room. Like, I'd be. I'd put that. As, I wouldn't put that as my room probably. So don't come to my house because you won't find it. It's a secret. Or is it here? Well, we don't have one here. This isn't my house. I can't have a secret room. It's just rooms. Um, no one inside. Hollow nope. behind it. Great. Oh my god. There's the a rain hole. starts crawling in the through hole. there into this little hideout, and uh, there's some little like it looks like little boys' toys. Ooh. And uh, oh look, there's this really. It's everything's covered in dust. Well, and, naturally. Except for this one spot, that just happens to be. Was it a is it a hexagon, hexagon, or an octagon, one or the other? I think it's. I don't think it's an octagon though. I think it had maybe, maybe even a decagon. What's six? That's a hexagon. Hex. I think it's it's that. I All think right. it's that one. Anyway, um, that's what the toy shape is. Yep, it, and then the, the music toy. box, and she's like, "Huh, that's weird, weird." And then all of a sudden, there's a rope there, and she sees it, and she starts pulling it. Oh wait, they got the little girl out of there though. Yeah, they, they got really. That's well. That's when she says that Rory hides in there. Yeah, when he's afraid. Um, and that she crawls in, finds all the stuff, and she sees a rope, and she starts pulling it, and oh look, it's a noose, and she's like, uh, the fuck. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Lorraine just falls through the floor from <laughs> the <laughs> second floor to the basement. Yeah, dude. That's. That'd fuck a person up. There's no way that bitch is moving. That's a 30-foot fall while getting tossed around between two walls. Yeah. Um, Ed, of course, terrified that his wife just disappeared into the fucking floor, uh, frantically runs downstairs looking for her. Yep. Yeah, he can hear the noises. And, uh, the music box Yep. is in the basement, and she hears it all of a sudden. Look what she made me do. Excuse me. Uh, she turns the key and finds the source of the crying by looking into the mirror. And there's this, you know, as you were saying, look what she made me do. 
Very large woman. She made me do it. She made me do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then again, you hear the rope sounds pulling taut. And then... Uh, Lorraine is laying on her stomach, by the way, like uh, underneath like a table, like kind of yeah. on the ground. Yeah. She's hiding. Uh, but you, and you hear the pulled rope sound. You don't see anybody, but then all of a sudden some feet pop into view. Uh, and then they just start floating across the room to chase yeah. her. You get the impression. It was kind of a cool effect. I like how they did it. I right. liked that scene. It was, like real, she was, it was chasing a cool her. scene, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Bathsheba is uh, swinging towards Lorraine, and Lorraine's trying to get out, and they're, she's running, and uh, but her, her, they, she grabs her necklace. Yeah, that locket that she got from her daughter yep. all of a sudden gets caught. Yep. Uh, but you know, only for a quick moment. Then it breaks, and she's free, and she runs upstairs. And, and because she was so panicked, she didn't give it a second thought. Not even a, a, a half of a second thought. Just fuck. A mere modicum, if you will. Mm-hmm. And she Lorraine, goes, I know what happened. <laughs> she possessed the mother to kill the child. <gasps> yep. And, yeah. Yeah, Lorraine tells him what's up, and then all of a sudden Nancy is just getting pulled around by something. By her hair. Like, literally just get whipped across the house. Mm, the crosses fall, Nancy, hair, yeah, not good. They're like, yeah, it's time for the exorcist approval. Uh, Lorraine eventually, like, gets a scissors and just clips her hair in order to get her... Th- she's literally getting dragged all over this house. And they can't stop yeah, it. And they clip her hair finally to get her free. Because it's, like, you, it's clearly something holding on to her hair. Yeah. It's pretty fucking sweet. That I really liked how they did that. Uh, and they got the whole thing on tape. So... It's like, oh, boom. Well, we got our fucking evidence to go to the priest, so that's awesome. Right. Uh, so Lorraine... Uh, wait a second. Lorraine ends up going out and sitting by the uh, the pond for a little bit on the edge of the dock, just trying to kind of gather herself because it's morning at this point. Yeah. And uh, she's looking into the water, and she sees Judy floating through the yeah, water. Yeah, here's like, Mommy. Yeah. And uh, she tells Ed. Ed's panicking. You know, he's like, what the fuck? Like, it's, she's just trying to mess with us, you know? She's like, this thing is just trying to get, like, she's like, how does she know? Like, right. How does it know? She's like, it's a warning. Yeah. Is what she thinks it is. Um, um, but they decide the family is not staying at that house anymore. Yeah, it's just not safe. So they go to a motel. Yep. I guess we're just going to get the fuck out of here, and hopefully that'll do it. Um, so everyone gets out, except for Carolyn. And uh, the Warrens are now with the priest showing him the film. The kids aren't baptized, he tells them, uh, nor is the family a member of the church. Um, but he, he's like, I understand the Vatican decides, and I've just I've just never seen anything like this. I just had to bring it to you, even though I understand they're not of the cloth. But yeah, I, I, you had to see this. This is something else, and if, if we can help them, we should. Right. Um, and eventually father gives way and he's like, all right, fine. I'll push through the request and we'll get this shit taken care of. Cause this is fucked as, as priests tend to talk. Um, so then we jump and Judy's locket is moving. Yep. It's at, yeah, it's at the Warren's home. Um, and it's storming out Judy's sleeping and yeah, her lock is just spinning around and she wakes up kind of real startled. Like, ah, shit. Right, but this little girl is something pulls at her foot, doesn't it? I'm not. I have no. I idea. think that's what happens. Okay. I, th- I think it's supposed to be the pulling at the foot thing, like Cindy. But this girl is fearless, real thug. Like real she just gets thug up. Kid. She's like, Grandma, Mom, Dad, just starts walking. 
thunderstorming out. Yep, she just starts walking through the house and she goes she sees the uh the locks are off the doors on the museum. Oh shit. And uh it's open. And she looks in and uh the Annabelle doll is missing. Oh fuck. Now now shit's about to pop. Yep. So she kind of starts walking and she I think she's what? She's going to, going to go upstairs now. I think that's no, what No, I think she goes into the room. Oh, yeah, the room starts to get very dark. Yeah, the lights all go real dim all of a sudden, and she's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go into this room. Boom, 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 says the fucking thunder, you know? Yeah, she ends up, so she ends up freaking out, and she, this is when she gets scared. She runs, and I think she gets in her dad's office at this point, because she locks herself in at this point, you know, it's like, Grandma! Or, you know, whoever's supposed to be with her, she's freaking out, and then there's banging on the door, banging on the door. And then in the background, there's a rocking chair. Mm. And guess who's in the rocking chair? Annabelle. And? Uh, the, uh, I can't, I don't, know, I don't know that name, yeah. Beth Sheba. I, I never caught the name like you seem to have had, Beth Sheba, okay. Uh, yeah, Beth Sheba sitting in the rocking chair. She's holding... brushing Annabelle's hair. Yep. Rocking on the chair. And this girl's, you know, freaking the The doll fuck twists out. its head around, and Judy fucking, ah! And of course, Nana comes running as Nana should. Yep. And the, well, Ed and Lorraine get, get get back in. home. But yeah, yeah, but she can't get in. And then Ed and Lorraine show up. Yep. Um, and uh, Lorraine's like, "Oh shit!" She can already tell they're not even in the house. She's like, "Something's wrong. This, this shit's fucked." Right. Uh, so they bust in the house. They're trying to get into the room. Uh, and the chair in the room now orients. It's, like, it's empty now, and it orients itself toward Judy, uh, where she's standing. Uh, at the very last second, Ed bursts through the door as the chair goes flying through the fucking air, and it would have just surely taken out this little seven-year-old girl. Oh, yeah. Guessing on age. Maybe a little bit old. Right. Maybe five-ish. Um, and and she, they they just barely get out of the way. And Judy's like, oh, Annabelle, she was there. I saw her, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ed checks, and the doll's in the case. And he's like, ooh, spooky. That's some shit. Right, because you know better as the viewer. Sh- she should be in that case, but um, she wasn't. And now she see. is. So Ed and Lorraine are there. Where's Roger? Uh, he's with the children at the motel. Oh, yeah, he gets there, and he's like, hey, where's your mother? Carolyn took... Uh, April and the other daughter back to the house. Yep. Caroline snagged up Christine and April. Right. And they're like, oh, fuck. They haven't realized that Carolyn is possessed yet. Yeah. They're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. That, that, right now is when they realize that it's not right. supposed to be. So everyone is just flying back to the house as fast as they can. So we cut to the car with the girls and mama. Yep. And you can tell the girls know that something's not right. Right? They're they're very uncomfortable. They can smell the nasty smell, and, and something's just clearly off. Um, Ed lo- er, they Ed gets the call, you know, and he's like, yeah, you, you can't come with for this. It's just, it's too much. Um, but naturally, she insists, and uh, it's the only way they're going to get it done. So he's like, fine, you know, you're my wife. I'm going to bend to your, your will, I guess. Um, and then Brad... You know, good old shotgun Brad shows up to unlock the door, which is awesome. Right. Only thing the cops useful for in the entire movie, really. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then what does Carolyn do? She takes kids in the house, and she tries to fuck them. Yeah, up. she tries to just kill them, stab them. 
With the um, scissors. Yeah. And it doesn't go very well because uh, she gets restrained. Yes, she does. Put on a, a chair. Yep. And restrained. And restrained. And we got we got to get the father to this bitch. She needs to get exercised. Right, but they're like, we can't, we can't take her to the priest or the witch will kill her. Yeah. Well, yep. they got to get her there, but the priest, yeah, but the demon won't let her. Yep. Um, well, they can't leave the house. Yeah, if she leaves the property, th- she's dead. Yeah. Because they tried to take her out, and her skin just, like, immediately burned. Yep. Started fucking roasting. So they just find, you know, take her to the cellar and all that good shit, and they got her all tied up. Yep. Um, so they're preparing for the exorcism, and uh, they realize, hey, where's April? So Drew starts looking for April. Um, birds start attacking the house. Which is... Weird. Right? Like, they just start swarming in. And, uh... Well, Carolyn's just having her way with everyone. Yeah. Um, Drew realized that uh, April's under the floor, and the exorcism has started now. Mm. And things aren't... They're going worse, because, you know, she's, like, screaming and spitting, and she puts, like... They put a sheet over her, and, uh... Let's oh, and Ed has to do this, by the way, because the father can't get there in time. Yep. They're like, this shit has to happen now, obviously. So I, I don't think we had covered that. So, yeah. So Ed has to do this, and he's never actually done it himself, as we pointed out early in this fucking thing. He's only assisted. So this is going to be like, yeah. It's dangerous. Fuck, this is sketchy. I've never had to do this. I hope it goes well. So he's like, well, here we go, I guess. <clears throat> um, so he's like, go get the book and shit. So Lorraine goes up, and she's getting the book. Um, Drew still hasn't found April. Um, so Ed starts with the Latin and the holy water. Uh, there's some crazy screams, some rumblings in the house as she's like, you know, resisting this holy shit. Uh, Christine scared outside. Birds are still attacking the car now in the house. And, uh, so now we're back with Drew. He's running around and he goes downstairs. Birds still attacking. And like, it's just suddenly like a, a full fucking swarm of them go for the car. Yeah. Um, the cellar's shaking. The bird carcasses. More Latin. It's just fucking craziness. Yep. So Drew finally hears some crying um, in the kitchen under yep. the floor. Yep. Um, let's see. Carolyn, you know, as she's getting the water, the holy water, mm-hmm. uh, throw it on her. She starts, like, it's, like, burning her, and she starts, like, spitting blood, and it's, like, burning her face. Um, not really, but it is. And in the basement, all of a sudden, it just goes quiet, and the chair starts floating, like it starts to levitate, and then it turns upside down, and it falls, and I believe the chair breaks. Yeah, she doesn't quite fall, like, straight down on her head. Yeah, it just, like... It does, like, a slight rotate. Yeah, Yeah. so it busts the chair. She falls on her back, the back of the chair hits the ground, everything falls apart. Yep, Um, and... So they're like, you just have to remember, remember, uh, or, you know, they're like, you can't have this. Like, let her go, release her. And Ed almost gets crushed by a dresser shortly yep. after that, too. Um, but then the she says this line, um, Carolyn does, who's possessed right now. She says, she's already gone, and now you're all going to die. And then she just, like, freaks out and starts, she runs under the house. Bum rush! Like, Drew has found April at this point. Yes. Um, and Carolyn's running with some scissors yep, to get April. Yeah, that's when she says it, and she hears, April, c- 
come on. I found her. She's under the floor. <sighs> and it's like starts Gollum running underneath the fucking <laughs> the house. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's, <laughs> she's chasing her and uh, I have three lines for the rest of the movie. Really? There's quite a bit that still happens. Yeah, I have three lines. She runs underneath. She like looks back. You even get to see like a quick glimpse of the demon. Face. Yeah, like nasty eyes and shit. Yeah, and uh, so they're trying. They're like they. Okay. <sighs> Let me start over because I got a little ahead of myself. <laughs> so Drew finds April. Mm-hmm. Keller runs with the scissors to get after April, and Ed's shouting in Latin and shit. That's when we see the demon face. Spaghetti rigatoni. That's exactly. Italian. And they're like, we got to get to her and get her to fight from the inside. Because that's the only way that this is going to ever stop. Uh, Lorraine uh, starts to like, she like touches her or something like that and shows her the memory of the beach. Yeah, she's like, you got to like, try to remember. Try to remember, you know. He's like, ah! You got to remember this is for your family. Carolyn pukes and shit. and Because there's okay. a big struggle because she almost had stabbed the child. Yes. She almost got a killer and Very she let close. her win. Like screaming and crying and it's weird. And all of a sudden she's okay? Yeah, she she kind of ends up calming down. Like the spirit kind of lets go. Like Yeah, yeah, all of a Cause sudden. Because they get the cleansing complete. Um, There's light out now. Yeah, it does change. Like it's... And there wasn't a honestly there wasn't a whole lot of closure other than the fact that oh hey you deterred the ghost this one time like the resolution is so I, abrupt like, you know like I guess when I watched it I thought it was okay but now that I think back on it I was like that was that that was really it that was the end of the movie yeah like, it's I mean, just suddenly over yeah it was just know? it was just done and like oh well as far as like the exercising part yeah that was, like you know wrapping up the story but right but i was like i feel like it. i she feel like there should done. be more do you know what i mean like yeah. i don't think because she was possessed but they didn't remove her from the property mm. right that's a big old plot but now it's just, light it's true shit sucks as far as that shitty ending I didn't even realize shitty-ish. it was shitty until right now. Shitty-ish. Like, it doesn't feel shitty watching it. Yeah. But, like, when you think about it, it's just, like, they could have done more. It, yeah. Is, is really what it comes down to. It's not like they did a bad job, because it does work out. It's just kind of sudden. And they they just could have elaborated a little more as to how, all of a sudden, she's absolved of this heavy burden that she's got of right. a demon taking over her body. Well, that, and do they continue to live at that house? Uh, I don't think. They would just because but, of all that fucked up shit. But if the house is absolved or whatever now, it's but like, the, it, the house wasn't. It was just the uh, it was just the lady. Well, anyway, let's finish this Kay. real quick. All right, so they get the cleansing complete. Carolyn is free. The bruises are slowly disappearing. Yep. Um, clearly, she's you know happy to see her kids again. So she's obviously got the happiness back. Yeah, the, her, the demons. They actually her made her like her change from like the possessed look to like, and they just took away the makeup, I guess. Mm, yeah, pretty much. They just scrubbed it. Like, did almost like a dissolve from one scene to the other yep. scene with, with or without makeup. Um, Brad is like holding his face and he's like, cause, cause he gets hit by yeah. Carolyn when she's like possessed and shit. And clocks are fucking good. And he's like, holding something on his face to help with the swelling. And Drew's like, did a draft ever do that to your face? <laughs> and walks away just like a ah, ha, ha. right. You don't believe you piece of shit. Um, he's like, I'll take a guy with a gun any day. Is sort of his his little rebuttal right. he's got. And it's like, oh, okay, silly moment. 
Um, April brings Lorraine the locket from the basement. She's like, this is yours kind of thing. Um, so it's like, cool, awesome. A little closure. Mom, she got a necklace back. The family seems happy. Cop believes in ghosts now. Awesome. Everything's all sewn up with a nice little bow, um, but poorly explained. Yep. <laughs> then we jump back with the Warrens in the residence in Connecticut. Yep. They're putting the music box back. Mm-hmm. Or not back, but in their, their right. house of the occult. As Lorraine is kind of explaining what happened to, uh, to the father. Yep. Just sort of filling him in. Um, and the exorcism was approved, you know, as it turns out anyway. So he didn't break any rules or whatever is basically, it's like, oh, good. And, right. and he did it under the faith of the Lord or what have you. Um, and he's like, also, I've got a new job for you, which, you know, is the insinuation that the next movie's still coming. Um, and that, that's the end of the movie itself. And then there's just like a, a little quote and I actually wrote this one down. I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, diabolical forces are formidable. These forces are eternal and they exist today. The fairy tale is true. The devil exists. God exists. And for us as people, our very destiny hinges upon which one we elect to follow. Ed Warren. Boom. And then the music box plays. Pans over. Music stops. Nothing in the mirror. Over. I was waiting for something to jump up in the mirror. I'm so glad they didn't. Yeah. I thought it was really awesome that they didn't do that. Right. They didn't go for the bitch end of the movie orchestra ah! sting scare yeah. or uh, jump scream or bullshit scream. They just they just let it be like dun 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 Guando. Quick moment of silence. Black. It's like, ah, fuck yes! Finally. Right. Somebody that didn't try to do that cheesy end movie. I, I just appreciate the shit out of that. I really, really enjoy that. Fucking awesome. Um, but yeah. So that was that. Oh, that was the conjuring. And uh for time. How do how, how do we do on making it through this movie? Because it's a, it's kind of a long movie as right. far as horror movies go. It's a little over two hours. Seven hey, o'clock? We did less than the time of the movie. Right? That's impressive. Bumper. Uh. <laughs> That's the first in a really long time. It's true. But so, we do still have to get through the rating. That's true. So let's start with plot. Now, this is... We forgot be... the scale, by the way, 100%. Yeah. We're not 100% sure if this is the, the right grading system because we haven't <laughs> done this for a while and we didn't think about it till we started. I think this will be like one of the ones where it's like, I personally would rate it higher than how I'm rating it according to the show kind of scale. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I like the movie, but like when it comes to like, okay, plot, it's there. It's There's there. definitely holes though. Yep. So that's a one out of two for me. Yep. Fair enough. But I like the plot personally. Yeah. No, it was good. The plot was awesome as far as how it was constructed and executed in my personal opinion without like deconstructing it in any real way. Yeah. And so then it would be a two on my, on my personal scale. But then there's originality, dude. It's it's a, an exorcism movie. It's like bandwagon, right? Will forever will be a bandwagon movie. It's, exactly. No matter how hard you try, it's the only one that did a decent one was I would say was the Insidious one as far as original exorcist movies go. Other than the Exorcist, right? Because they did it, well, right? The Exorcist did it first, which is cool. As far as did it well first, if, yeah. if, I'm sure there might have been some sort of film that existed before then, but still, they did it well first. And then 
with Insidious, like, you know, we loved those movies, as you guys remember. Um, they did it in a cool way by showing you a different side of it that you haven't right. seen before by going not, into the darkness or the further or yeah, whatever the they further. call it. Not just like, oh, hey, I'm a priest throwing stuff around and we just see the 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 body react, the vessel of the host, you know, react right. in our world. It's mm-hmm. no, they go, you get both. You get to see the, um, the demon in the human world. You get to the, you get to see the demon world. You get to see like the merging of the, like it's, it's cool. Like, and they don't go multiple. over the top with it either. No, They don't try to make it some convoluted, like, blood smeared fire and brimstone demon hell kind of thing it's just they keep it basic right like everything's I super simple oh i love that that's so fucking unique but otherwise like this movie is just a typical fucking exorcism movie in a lot of ways yeah so you can't really give it a whole lot of originality points because of that fact alone so then again that knocks another point off of what yeah. i would give it on this versus what i personally would give it at the end of the day to me, it's again a, a, maybe a one because it does have some cool with the the, the clap clap thing. Yeah, like, that's kind of cool. Um, the way they it did have some good scares. so many, um, so many ghosts on one property. That's that's something that's kind of original. They they don't do that a whole lot. In At the, least that are it's usually stuck. like a single one that's or attacking and, and they can, causing all the issues. They can just free roam and they just decide when they want where they want to be. So it deserves at least one. Yeah, on that one and. So that that for me is another one. Casting, I have no complaints on that one. No problem with casting. That's a, that's fine with me. That's beautiful. That's an easy two. Yep. The cinematography is a two for me because that's probably my favorite part of the whole movie. It's just how it's shot. Yeah. It has a very cool '70s vibe, just like the setting should imply. You right. Know? And, and that goes along with setting too. Um, it's the Warren, so I mean, it has to fit the '70s, and they did just fine with that. Exactly. They yeah. they didn't have to try very hard. I mean, they only have three, and not including you know the the seminar areas. Three different areas that they have. Yeah. The Warren House, the Parent House, and and uh, fuck, why am I forgetting the third one that I already had in my head once? Are you kidding me? regardless they, they don't have a whole lot of different scenes for that so yeah. it's like they didn't have to try all that hard to make it look they didn't super have, 70s ish yeah, they didn't have a whole lot of uh locations to film at right exactly so i mean it wasn't too hard to nail the 70s vibe on that just keep the furniture simple and you know no cell phones right no flat screens no, as long as, as, long no as you pull through watches. on that you know yeah just pull through on the obvious and you'll be absolutely fine um but like at the end of the day, let's be honest, the plot originality are, like, the big ones. That's what you really got to hit in order for a movie to, like, stand out and be like, fuck yeah. Right. That was amazing. So fucking good. So. We have one more category, don't we? Uh, Well, we have the oh, the, the flubs. Yeah. The. Because f- we both, I mean, I, again, I don't yeah. think I, we have any complaints about the setting. No. That's good. Um, the only so thing would yeah, be mine. flubs. I mean, I didn't notice any. Other than just the uh, what happened to the property, right at the end that we just kind of thought of right now, right. But I mean, as far as like continuance errors or anything like yeah. that, I didn't really notice any. It, it seems like they did a they knocked it out of the park. It's true. So no no dis discounts on any front. So oh. I, I, let's see, two, four, six, eight. 
I'll give that uh probably about a seven. That's what I was gonna say. I'll give about, it about a seven. I'll give it a seven. No, no problem with that. Like, it's a solid movie. It's nothing like. It's, it's a good movie. That's all I can say. And like, it's not bad. It's nothing super special in my opinion, but it, it's good. It's definitely like one of the movies that you're not gonna watch and be like, God, this is ridiculous. Yeah, you're not because which so many of them are. It's definitely one of those good horror movies where you just you, you it's should a be good able to watch. sit through it. It definitely doesn't have the scare claims. Yeah, it doesn't have the fear that, factor. That, uh, you know, they tried to promote. It's not like that at all. It's a good movie. It'll unnerve you a little bit if you once you fall into the movie. But mm-hmm. otherwise... I think it's just the uh, how well it was shot that's what kept me so, yeah. so enthralled the entire time. It was... Yeah. I'm going with the solid, the solid seven. I'll go with the solid seven as well. Boom. I like that. So is it all up tight. Tight little butthole. Whoa. For a horror movie? Well, I mean, why not? You never know. Yeah, there's this one I wanted to do called Dead Alive. I tried to look it up on Amazon. 80 bucks for a DVD. I was like, fuck, on Amazon? You don't get those gouges usually. So I was like, that must be a very limited run kind of movie. I watched it over to Jake's house one time. Was it good? It's so campy and silly. Oh. Like, it's one of those kind of horror movies that, like, I know at some point we're going to do something campy. So I thought that'd be a fun one to do. And I'm just not willing to pay $80 for a single DVD copy. That's just absurd. No way. But for now, I think that'll wrap it up. Exarclark. That's uh, an episode of 8mm Death Action. In October. Oh, my God. It's the Halloween month. Making our big return on Halloween Mm -hmm. month. I'm PD. And I'm, uh, I think I'm an owl hamster. I'm I'm Josh or something. A hamster uh, owl. I'm Howl. You're Joshua Hamster Owl Ken Weirig. I don't put the kin in there. That's stupid. But you are. I know. But it is. Nope. And it's a thing. That's, no, because then I think people are going to think I'm like a furry or something. This like has that. been The Conjuring. Bye, fuckers. Yo. Alrighty, folks, that does it for this week. As usual, we put all of our shit on gentlemensinquiry.podbean.com. That's where you can listen to this episode and any episode that's come before it. That aside, you can also like comment, subscribe, rate, all that shit on there. We've also got um, a Twitter page. You can comment, talk to us, whatever. Gents underscore I-N-Q. That's at Gents Inc. Facebook.com slash Gents Inc. Email address, gentlemensinquiry.gmail.com, at gmail.com. God damn it, I've done that so many times. I'm such a fucking idiot. Excuse me, I've only been awake about 10 fucking minutes. So uh, that's it for this week, though, folks. Have a good fucking time. And this has been 8mm Dissection, The Conjuring.